Hey everyone, I just want to remind you to make sure you check out the awesome people over at Anchor.fm. Of course, it is a great place for you to host your own podcast. And guess what? One of the cool parts is that it's totally free. Yeah, that's right, free. There's even creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your computer or even your phone. And Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many others. Trust me, it's so easy. And you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. If you guys want to get in on it, make sure you download the free Anchor app or just simply go to anchor.fm to get started. If you guys want the latest in what's going on in the pro wrestling world, what is news, rumors, gossip, headlines in the world of pro wrestling, make sure you head over to the Random Wrestling Podcast. Well over a hundred episodes strong as this is the longest running series on the OK Babe channel. You guys can check out all the latest that's going on every single Sunday night live 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on YouTube.com slash OK Faber and of course on all major audio podcasting platforms. Listening to the OK Fame Show, the premier place for all your professional wrestling news and needs. Now, here's Connor, aka OK Fame. What is going on, everybody? Is yours truly Connor, aka OK Fame? Welcome, guys, to your well. Your October 21st edition of the OK Fabe Show, of course, right here on youtube.com slash OK Faber, Facebook, and of course, all major podcasting platforms, iTunes, Radio, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Google Play, and Spotify, and so many others. Thank you so much for tuning into this uh, this edition. As we're previewing tonight's Monday Night Raw, it is good to be back in the swing of things here on the OK Fabe Show. And guys, if you missed last night's episode of the Random Wrestling Podcast, make sure you guys go check out it is available on those same platforms we talk about eric bishop why he was released from wwe bruce pritchard in his place draft updates crown jewel releases and so much more so make sure you guys check out the random wrestling podcast latest episode it's up right now but in the meantime we're here to talk about monday night raw so tonight's raw has a lot going in for it we have a uh, an interesting update from Seth Rollins. We're going to have Ric Flair talking about his teammates or his final teammate for Crown Jewel. Rey Mysterio in action, Sin Cara, and we see a intriguing six-man tag with a mystery partner. We're going to talk about all that in just a few moments. Before we get that, you guys are a team. You guys know the whole deal. I always love to hear what you guys have to say about all this. Make sure you guys let me know your thoughts in the comment section. And of course, on social media, on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. All the links, as always, are in box below if you guys want updates and if you guys want the latest as soon as this episode is available head over to patreon and check that out as well as all the other cool bonus perks as well so we got monday night raw coming at you tonight of course it's taking place from the rocket mortgage Fieldhouse in cleveland ohio as we are getting ready for crown jewel in just about a week and a half halloween night will be crown jewel now it's i know that a lot of people uh, aren't really going to be covering Crown Jewel. I, I will not be covering Crown Jewel either. Uh, a lot of people see it as non-canon. But you have to admit that some of the build going into this is somewhat intriguing. Uh, and they're actually giving a little bit more time to this than I actually thought they were going to. But let's break down each and every single thing that we're previewing for tonight's Ross. First and foremost, Rey Mysterio will be in action, or at least he was set to appear live on 
Raw. Of course, he'll be making his first appearance on Raw since being drafted over last week. Having even the odds with his brutal assault last month at the hands of Brock Lesnar, bringing in former UFC heavyweight champion Kenny Velasquez, uh, who tries to take the Beast title at Crown Jewel, what is next on the agenda for Rey Mysterio? Now, it's interesting that they're advertising this. I say interesting because, well, I can't say I'm too surprised that they're actually going ahead and through with this, mainly because you need to be able to balance both Raw and SmackDown together in terms of building up Kane Velasquez and Brock Lesnar and all this stuff. So really... When it comes down to it, I'm not too surprised that they're going down this route. So this is a way where, and, and this is assuming that Cain Velasquez is going to be basically tied at the hip when it comes to Rey Mysterio. This is a smart way for them to still promote a bigger you know, thing going on on SmackDown Live, or excuse me, SmackDown on Raw. Because obviously something like Cain Velasquez and Brock Lesnar for the WWE Championship at Crown Jewel is a deal that would be able to be promoted on both shows. They want as much attention on this as humanly possible. So I think that Rey Mysterio may not be involved in the heavy feud yet, but more so on Raw to kind of remind people what's going to happen uh, in a couple of weeks when it comes to Brock Lesnar and Cain Velasquez. I'm hoping that maybe they will start planting the seeds for his next rivalry with this, but at the same time still utilize him. It seems Ray's been a mouthpiece for Cain Velasquez since he's been here, which can't really blame them for for making that decision, but at least that's my my guess as far as what they're going to do with Ray Ray. Maybe we'll see him start with his next major rivalry tonight on Raw. Speaking of the Luchadors, of course, we have two major Luchadors going at it. These two are certainly no hit, no uh, stranger to each other. We got Andrade Cien Almas going up against Sin Cara. We haven't seen either one of these men in quite a while on either brand, but we were surprised to see that, of course, USA did select Andrade and Zelina Vegas to close out the first round of the draft, but they proved an imminent uh, immediate return on investment last week with an impressive win over Ali. Sin Cara, who returns to the red brand after being drafted last week, will look to stifle the hot start to Andrade's Raw tenure where they meet one-on-one in action. Now, these two were supposed to have a match on SmackDown a few months prior. If you guys remember, this was before Sin Cara's injury, but of course, injury gave way and Sin Cara was not able to compete. I don't think this is going to be another major match or major rivalry uh, long-term. I think this is more of an opportunity to start pushing Andrade in the right direction. We kind of were hoping when Andrade got called up from NXT that him being on SmackDown would be a major plus for him, and certainly Raw is not necessarily no exception. I mean, the draft is still somewhat fresh coming off of last week, and things are still kind of settling in for the most part. So I definitely chalk up a victory here for Andrade, but I don't think as much as I wouldn't mind seeing a long-term feud between these two, I don't think Sin Cara is going to be um, an enemy of Andrade's for very long. I think I see bigger and uh, bigger picture for him. I'm not saying I'm against Andrade and Rey Mysterio either. I know some people are probably already thinking that. We, it's been done to death. It's been done to death already over on SmackDown. I think I'm, I'm good with, with moving on to bigger and better things. I wouldn't mind seeing Andrade and Ricochet going at it, so just throwing that out there. Or Ricochet could end up being the mystery partner of the six-man tag team match that was announced. It was also announced that the Street Profits would challenge the OC in a six-man tag, but they got themselves a mystery partner in their corner that has yet to be revealed. My money is on Ricochet. Uh, that seems to make the most sense. But, of course, we did see that the OC landed the first shot in the new turf war with the Street Profits. Ford and uh, Dawkins will have their chance to respond this Monday, and they're bringing themselves some backup. Of course, they're referring to what happened last week on Raw when, of course, the OC tried to greet them, and it ended up turning into a pretty much a savage beatdown that has become, well, 
pretty well synonymous with the OC at this point in time. So now the Street Profits are set to make their Raw in-ring debuts against the team of Gals, Anderson, and Styles, but the OC won't be able to rely on numbers game this time as, of course, they will be joined with a mystery partner. Now, taking a look, because this is an interesting little tidbit because there is obviously a lot of superstars on Raw, especially with the with the draft and the switcheroo of everybody and everything. So I'm going to take a quick peek over at who are actually on what brand now and make some assumptions. I mean, there is a chance I'm still putting my money down on Ricochet being the one. If he's the baby face, that seems to make the most sense for me. I think that if you're looking at everybody else, I'm just taking a quick peek at the roster. I don't really see any other baby face. Uh, maybe Rusev, maybe, yeah, that's usually the big one there, either Rusev or Ricochet. I mean, you could easily do the whole thing with Bobby Lashley coming in and, uh, you know, uh, costing or distracting Rusev and screwing them out of the match. So my money's on those two. I'm thinking it's either going to be maybe even Cedric Alexander, who's still also on Raw. You could do Cedric, Ricochet, or Rusev. Those are my picks for the mystery opponent, or mystery partner, I should say, for the Street Profits on tonight's six-man tag. Speaking of unknowns, Ric Flair is also going to be naming the final member of Team Flair for his match against Team Hogan at Crown Jewel. Of course, we all know Hogan Flair's teams are more or less set. Hogan has Roman Reigns captaining the whole thing. Of course, we also have Ali Shorty G, and I hate that name, sorry. Ricochet and Rusev on their team, with Ric Flair having Randy Orton, King Corbin, Bobby Lashley, and the Intercontinental Champion Shinsuke Nakamura on his, with one final member to be named tonight on Raw. Now, that one is a bit more tricky but there is one name that has not been announced yet that is a major heel that has yet to have any sort of well major traction lately and that's my money is on drew mcintyre seems to make the most sense especially where drew mcintyre was one of the major draft picks in the first round which i was surprised but very happily surprised that that happened so i think that if they're going to reintroduce drew mcintyre to the top tier level of raw and smackdown this would be a perfect opportunity and really out of all the major heels that they have right now this seems to me to make the most sense my money is on mcintyre but of course you can tell me otherwise and of course, finally, Seth Rollins will be discussing burning down the Firefly Funhouse. Obviously, the ending to Raw last week was one of uh, a bittersweet moment for me, and I'll explain why. Obviously, we didn't have a, a Raw review last week with my little mini hiatus. But one thing I did want to mention about the Firefly Funhouse is that it's so unique, and there's so many creative opportunities. And and to say that I didn't like the ending of Raw would be a uh, would be wrong. I, I did enjoy the end of Raw with Seth Rollins coming in, beating down Bray Wyatt, and burning down the Firefly Funhouse. The only critique I truly have is I feel like it's rushed. You know, we haven't had the Firefly Funhouse for a full calendar year, and it's a very unique creative opportunity for Bray to really have some fun with some stuff. I think that if you really thought about it, at some point in time, Someone was going to show up there. Someone was going to have to break down the door. Someone was going to have to attack Bray Wyatt. You knew there was going to be more than just just Bray talking to puppets. You knew that at some point something different was going to happen. And while I like the idea of him coming in and Bray not really understanding and trying to play the whole idea that him and The Fiend are two totally different characters, it, it it's just I wish they waited for a different opponent and for a different moment. And I don't know if this was because of the massive backlash from the Hell in the Cell match. I don't know what it was for. Again, I like the idea of someone coming in and beating down Bray and like destroying the funhouse. But I think that it was just done a little too soon and too premature. And as I mentioned on the Random Wrestling Podcast last night, 
Unless they're going to give The Fiend the title, I think it's a big mistake to do a rematch at Crown Jewel between Seth and The Fiend. So, that being said, what could possibly happen? I'd love to see Seth explain how the hell he found the Firefly Funhouse and where it was. But, at the same time, I wouldn't be surprised if we see Bray Wyatt somehow appear on a broken Firefly Funhouse set. I feel like if he came back and it was completely intact... It might be a little different. Maybe we'll see it. I just want to see the Firefly Funhouse continue because there's so much creativity you can do with it that I don't want to see it wasted on this where we have a penultimate match literally a week away and the Firefly Funhouse just either going back to normal or being done altogether. I, I just don't want that. Um, but maybe that's just me. Maybe that's just my opinion, guys. I want to hear what you guys have to say. What do you guys think is going to happen tonight on Monday Night Raw? Have you got any updates since this video was posted or since this episode aired? Let me know your thoughts in the comment section. Hit me up on that social media. You know I love tweeting with you guys at OKFabe during all the shows. Of course, hit me up on Facebook, Instagram, Patreon, representing, of course, all those major podcasting platforms. Thank you guys again for tuning in. Appreciate the continued love and support. Don't forget tomorrow, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, we're back here with the raw review and i'll let you guys know everything i thought about the show and of course give you my ratings as well thank you guys again for tuning in i appreciate the continued love and support take care and as always take it easy thanks for listening make sure to watch the okay fabe show follow him on twitter at okay fabe and like over on facebook.com slash okay this is the okay fabe show